Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. Last week, a 16-year-old student was killed, and another student was injured, after a fight inside a classroom full of students at Montgomery High School in Santa Rosa. A 15-year-old boy was arrested, then arraigned this week, facing a number of felony charges, including voluntary manslaughter and bringing a knife onto school grounds. On the first day back to class, after a deadly stabbing on campus, hundreds of students at Santa Rosa's Montgomery High School walked out of class in protest. Following the fatal altercation, there's been renewed debate over the need for police department school resource officers on campuses. Chris Mahurin is the Santa Rosa Police Department's spokesperson. The chief has actually handpicked three officers that are going to be attending Montgomery High School uh, during pickup and or drop off and pickup this morning and this afternoon, just to kind of reassure students that there is a safety presence on campus. From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Bay Current. To gain some insight on the issue, my colleague, KCBS radio reporter Jeffrey Schaub, spoke with someone who could provide some perspective. I'm here with Josie Sanguinetti, who for 20 years was a a deputy uh, with the Marin County Sheriff's Department and the last six of those years as a school resource officer with responsibilities for several campuses in Marin and no doubt a very challenging position. Would you call it that? I think challenging is a really safe word to use with that. Absolutely. What were some of the things that you had to deal with uh, as an SRO? So beginning, I came into the position in 2016 in August, beginning almost immediately thereafter school started. And so the resurgence of vaping, marijuana usage, other drug usage, fights, um, and then February hit and the Parkland shooting happened. And so it switched gears to kids being afraid or kids really fighting and saying inflammatory words they knew would get a response. And that was just in the first six months or so. And then everywhere from there went to helping kids, to um, sitting down talking with parents, helping parents understand ramifications of their children's actions if they you know, rose to the level of needing law enforcement interaction, being on campus just so kids can ask questions. And then the, I guess the the last part of it, and probably most important in in the other eyes, is that schools have to report to law enforcement certain things that happen. And so, being on campus and and trying to inform that, especially the parents, that the schools have to report certain things because the parents, you know, it's difficult when you see your child with a law enforcement officer. Just having that understanding of these are the reasons why I'm here. 
this is my role. It's not to criminalize your kid. It's to help your kid make way better choices down the line. And let's look at how we can do that with everybody. So as you know, last week at Montgomery High School in Santa Rosa, uh, two uh, teens came into an art class and uh, started a fight with a student that was there, a 15-year-old. That individual allegedly then stabbed both of them one three times, and that uh, student died. And that has created all kinds of concerns and protest and arguments and questions about whether uh, there's enough security, whether kids are being taken care of, watched after, whether or not SROs should be on these school campuses in uh, the Santa Rosa City Schools in 2020. The school board uh, decided to, you know, reverse a longstanding position and eliminate the SROs. And now there's talk about, well, may maybe she we should bring them back. What was your reaction when you heard of that incident? It's every school resource officer's nightmare next to a school shooting as a kid being harmed or, or dying within the confines of a school. Mm -hmm. Immediately, my first reaction was to talk to my friends who work in schools and to check in and see if they're being taken care of, if counselors are available for the kids and what supports are in place. It is by far the worst tragedy to lose a life. And it just really resonated with me that School resource officers, law enforcement presence, safety shouldn't be politicized. It it just you know you say in 2020 the school board voted to to rescind law enforcement. Well, a lot of that was within the wake of what happened with George Floyd, and I understand as many sides as I possibly can get educated on just because I I was in that role and I lived that position. But safety isn't something that should be used as a pawn. And it shouldn't be taken lightly when you have all those unknown variables of so many kids and then they were out with, you know, during COVID and, and being away from their social emotional stimulation and having all those outlets and avenues. It's just it it really it just kind of breaks your heart in, in the easiest way to say that. And it also makes you really wonder what can be done moving forward. The pendulum swings both directions. There's always a reaction. There's always somebody that doesn't want something to happen or that is afraid of proactivity. And then there's the other side of it where when something does happen, you just have to, you know, immediately respond and act. So at, at Montgomery, you know, I'm so removed from high school, right? I mean, a, years, a yeah. lot of, yeah, a couple of years. So a lot of this was surprising to me. At Montgomery, uh, there are a lot of fights. I mean, kids were saying there are fights every single day. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes with the same groups over and over again. What An SRO or, or you know, yourself in particular, how do you impact that? How do you, by having a presence on campus, um, dial that back? Can you? I think you can, but it takes time and it takes building rapport. For some kids, like I said before, I was the only cop they ever had an experience with. I cannot speak to what the Santa Rosa school resource officers have done, but I can tell you that if you are an SRO, you have to want that position. You have to love that position. It is more than a full-time job. So you're putting everything you have into that. Mm -hmm. And so undoubtedly, any SRO is going to walk their campuses, learn their kids. At first, you kind of stand back and, and it's really good to be awkward or it's really good to join in in certain things where the kids see you as just a human because that's what you are. The candy coating might have a few more accessories, but you're just a human. And, and then start talking to people. Kids have a natural curiosity. I loved personally saying, hey, 
five questions. Ask me five questions about anything I'm wearing. I will do my best to be completely honest with you. Ask me cop questions. What do you want to know? Do you know what to do if you get pulled over? Do you know your rights? Everybody loves to say, I know my rights, but do you really? And it's just those little nuggets of rapport building that were invaluable. I mean, I it worked for me. I I know that it's, you know, every agency is different, but kids are curious and they are blindingly honest. And it's the best thing in the world when they come up to you and they go, your eyebrows look bad today. You need your eyebrows done. And you look at them and it's like, perfect. This kid is observant. Now I want to talk to this kid. Hey, what have you observed today? What teachers are having a bad day? Tell me about this. Just tug at whatever like commonality, whatever um, rapport you can get with them. Because the next time you come on campus, they'll come up and be like, oh, your brows are looking much better today. Oh, your nails are looking good. Oh, this. And then you've got that kid. Mm -hmm. And now maybe when something goes wrong, maybe they won't come tell you, but they'll tell a teacher to tell you. Or And I've seen that. It's, it's worked a million times. And it just, it's there is no better way to infiltrate, so to speak, by being right out there. There's nothing subversive about it. You're just right there being a presence. You were telling me before we turned on the microphone that there have been some really hairy situations. <laughs> SRO is not just high school, right? It's no. it's it's middle school. It's it's elementary school also. So you said you had a, a situation with a second grader? I, I believe at the time he was second grade, yes. And he had pretty violently assaulted a couple of his classmates. And it's, you can't criminalize a child. There's penal codes that tell you you can't, but also, you know, sometimes these kids are just doing what they've been taught. And unfortunately, what they've been taught has just been awful things. So yes, I ended up meeting with his educational advocate, the school district, lawyers, everybody trying to support this kiddo, trying to get this kiddo therapy and resources and, and understanding things. And that, I mean, that was a completely different portion of my day. And I, I don't remember if it was that week, but there was a couple of weeks later that myself and a couple other SROs were searching a high school that for somebody with a reported gun who was later found to have been, um, it was in the news and everything making a rap video and did have a, a weapon. And, and it's like, you never really know what you're going to get, but yeah, there's the elementary school kiddos were, were a pretty big challenge. I would say middle school was a pretty big challenge because with the introduction of hormones, everyone goes a little squirrely. And then the children that were, um, we're coming to oftentimes a bigger school from an elementary school. It's a huge jump to go from elementary to middle or elementary to junior high and all the things that go with that and new boundaries. And so, yeah, there's you're, you're making my hamster run here in my brain of all the stuff with the littles. There was a lot and children bringing things to school that were their parents that they knew they shouldn't bring. Um, I did have an elementary school kiddo one time bring it looked like a replica pirate weapon to school because he was really excited to show his friends, mm -hmm. except that it looked like an old pistol and kind of freaked out the assistant principal pretty vigorously. But I mean, it, they called me, they said, Hey, this is what we have. I don't think we need to lock down the school, but we do have an alarming thing here. Let's, let's work our way through it. So, um, there have been other incidents in Sonoma County in the last couple of weeks. We had yeah. two girls who, uh, Petaluma High. Yeah, Petaluma yeah. High School attacked another girl pretty pretty badly and were arrested. Is that right? It's my understanding. I, I don't know the extent of injuries, but I I know that they had law enforcement interaction. I I don't recall if they were arrested, but yeah, they were. They I believe they were all fifteen year old females. Mm -hmm. That this wasn't inside a classroom. It was on campus though, and it was yeah, it was last week. I think it was last Thursday. Right, and then we had a couple of other kids at. It was a Casa Grande High Correct. School who came in disguised, basically, Correct. and and attacked a student in in a classroom. So, 
I mean, is this stuff happening all the time or we is this just an anomaly or what? I don't know that it's an anomaly so much as things are being reported and things are so much more out on Front Street. Like I said, that pendulum swung again. Uh, disciplinary issues happen on campuses constantly, but oftentimes things are I don't want to say underreported because I know the schools are doing the absolute best they can, but oftentimes things are are looked at a little bit less than on some things and more so on other things, just depending on what it is, that who the children are that are involved. There's certainly been an increase in brazen violence and speaking with several friends at, at multiple campuses, multiple high school campuses, it's they're seeing an uptick. Um, but stuff like this has happened since, you know, I was in high school and it was more so, you know, let's meet behind the bike racks. Nobody did anything at school. And it was, you know, kind of a, we'll sort this out. I think now as a society, we've realized that we got to get a handle on this. This has to stop now. It has to stop, you know, middle school, elementary school. There has to be more education around it. There has to be more intervention. And yet you were telling me in one particular school district in Sonoma County, not only do they not have SROs, I guess, they they don't just just don't have enough people to be able to respond to this. Correct. So in a couple schools, in speaking with some friends that work at schools, the teacher shortage is impacting every facet. So when you don't have enough teachers and you don't have enough aides in a classroom, children that maybe were kind of, I don't want to say fringe kiddos, but I'm not quite sure the right way to describe it. Maybe those kids that needed extra support, they don't necessarily have that other support person in the class. There's not a second pair of eyes. And then when you have fights on campus, you have less adults to respond. And when you have less adults to respond, you have less kids having somebody that's going to be a positive influence on them in some way and a presence, if nothing else, a deterring presence for, for some activity that could go bad really fast. You want to see SROs come back on school campuses where they are not currently? I think the kids deserve them and I know the schools deserve them. They're there to help. Josie, thank you very much. You. That's been Josie Sanguinetti, who was with the Marin County Sheriff's Department for 20 years, the last six years as a school resource officer and uh, had a lot of experience, has a lot of thoughts, and it's been uh, great to have her on Bay Current. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Mallory Samara. For more Bay Area stories, please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 